Welcome in today. Glad you're with us. Bill Michaels Show. On a Tuesday, a cutdown Tuesday, as the uh, the Green Bay Packers making their cuts, the NFL doing the, the same all throughout the league. And uh, some of the cuts that uh, have already taken place, we're going to have to keep you up to date on it because it's probably going to be a... The one thing about today, it's not this mass cut where everybody's just basically told it once. Um, Matt LaFleur, very much out of a page of the Aaron Rodgers, you should do it this way playbook, is meeting with everybody individually. And one by one, guys are, uh, are walking out the door. So it's a little different uh, than just saying, here's the mass cuts, but uh, things are happening uh, up at uh, up at Lambeau Field inside the walls at 1265. Glad to have you on board today. Certainly appreciate it. Um, the, uh, the, the, the Brewers at least got a burst last night. Garrett Mitchell burst onto the scene last evening. And drives a ball to the ballpark. There's been uh, the much-anticipated arrival of this young man, and he uh, he did his part last night. Crowd went crazy. It energized American Family Field. Brewers beat the Pirates 7-5 to last night. They're still six games back in the division, one and a half games back in the wild card. But at least there was life. Uh, Garrett Mitchell gets picked off, still beats the throw to second base, and then later on in the ballgame he goes yard. So there was some excitement there. Meanwhile, the Badgers getting ready for the game at Camp Randall coming up this weekend. A lot going on. Uh, just to kind of run through this real quick, uh, Juwan Winfrey, uh, uh, Alizé Mack, uh, Tyler Goodson, the running back, Dexter William, the running back, Danny Etling, the quarterback, uh, Sal Canella, by the way, the uh, tight end along with Mack, and then Juwan Winfrey, the wide receiver, all have been let go by the Green Bay Packers. Offensively speaking, we would assume with more cuts to come defensively, Jack Heflin, the defensive end, who uh, many had thought that he would make this squad, did not. Uh, Kill Byers the same way. Chris Slate in the same way. Keandre Thomas, uh, uh Also, you've got uh, Devontae Cross uh, all gone. So as the, uh, the numbers continue to mount for the Green Bay Packers, those are some of the cuts. Nothing overwhelmingly surprising yet. Heflin maybe was a little bit. Maybe Juwan Winfrey was a little bit. But we all know that they wanted to squeeze a few of these guys over to the practice squad, and most likely they're going to be able to do so. Ben, can, Ben, how did yesterday go, by the way? Yesterday was good. Uh, it was a yeah. very fast uh, reacclimation for me, back from vacation, and then we're immediately yeah. talking about uh, the Friday debacle with the Brewers, but then their weekend. But, no, it was good. Uh, a lot of preseason takeaway talk, which naturally goes to Jordan Love. And I don't know if you watched college football last weekend, but Grant and I spent some time uh, reveling in the beauty of Nebraska's continuous failures. Uh, yeah, Nebraska continues to fail. The only other thing when you talk about failures, let me get into this real quick, is that uh, the uh, the Badgers now have no longer, speaking of, I don't want to say failure because it's not a failure, you get hurt, but no longer do they have an experienced backup quarterback which uh, is a little bit disconcerting, I guess. Chase Wolf uh, done for the season with a knee injury. How how detrimental? Should Graham Mertz go down, Ben? How detrimental is that? Well, before the injury, if Mertz had gone down, uh, they're already in a tough spot. Definitely the West kind of goes out of the question. I think now, if Mertz were to go down, team could be flirting with bull eligibility. 
depending on where it is in the season. They're just uh, the drop off at that position is more severe than anywhere else. And I mean, uh, really, I have more than I can remember in years prior. Yeah, at least he had some experience. You know, but now they don't have anybody with experience when it comes to the backup position at quarterback for the uh, for the Wisconsin Badgers. So Chase Wolf going down with an injury, and we'll talk more about that coming up as well. Also, uh, it's it's very very brief, and I, I was not going to be one of those. Hey, by the way, uh, you know, I'm on the board of directors type of thing and get a lot of time, but I did uh, sneak the pocket recorder into the Fisher House Wisconsin golf outing yesterday, and we knew he was coming. We wanted to make sure that he actually uh, had the ability to get there. But Brad Kaslowski yesterday showed up at our golf. Did you see that, Ben, by any chance? I saw your Facebook video. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to ask how you hit them, but more importantly, yes, I did yeah, see that Brad was there. I was was bad. Uh, I'll be real honest. I sucked yesterday. I had a couple of shots that, you know, we used. And, you know, it's a, it's a scramble format. It was packed. Uh, we got We got – it was a deluge – Early on in the day, we were supposed to tee off at noon. I don't think we got out on the course until about one thirty, quarter to 2 because of the rains that came through and the storms that came through, which gave everybody an opportunity to meet Brad Kaslowski. Now, here's the thing. Kaslowski finished up the race the night before and was supposed to jump on this plane. They, they, you know, uh, they have a private plane, obviously, for him, and it was down. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't running properly. So he ends up uh, going commercial. And flies out and gets into town yesterday morning like at, like at 10, 10 in the morning or something like that. And uh, it, the RFK racing team was already there. They were waiting for him, part of Kohler Company and such. And then he finally got into town. He came right in and started meeting and greeting veterans and, and people that were there and the volunteers. And he met with the board of directors. And because he's got kind of this project uh, in his hometown of Michigan, over in Michigan as well. So um, he ended up uh, in Rochester Hills, Michigan, to be exact, but he ended up staying. He was supposed to only be there about 45 minutes. He stayed for like almost three hours. He uh, They brought a, a, a hood off of one of his cars. He autographed um, there in front of everybody some used race tires from the other day. Uh, he brought and autographed. But So you're going to hear real quick from Brad Keselowski. I will say this, hint, hint. I wasn't going to get much out of him regarding Road America and Chicago. Uh, that's all I'll say for now. Because I thought, yeah, I, I didn't want to get into the, 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 quote, controversy that is, at least here in the state. But uh, he had a lot of praise, uh, high praise for Road America. And for the uh, Chicago race, it was, uh, it, it's, you'll, well, you'll hear it. You'll hear it coming up here in just a little bit. But Brad Kaslowski came by. So yesterday we ended up at six under. Not that anybody cares, but we ended up at six under. I think the winning score was 14 under. But we finished 17 holes. Because regardless of how many holes you finished, you had to be off the course by 6.30. Because they have uh, it, it's a semi-private course down there, and they had leagues that they had to get to. And they only keep the staff around for so long for the dinner and such afterwards. So I think by the, we got there about quarter to 8 in the morning. And by the time we got home, I guess I got home at about 10 o'clock, 10.30 last night, something like that. About 10 o'clock is probably a pretty good time. I got home about 10 o'clock last night. And so it was a long day, but uh, it was worth it and raised a lot of money. The course was so both courses. There's three courses at Geneva National. We sold out two of them because that's all you can do. You you can't cut a course off from the members. So uh, we sold out both courses and a huge day yesterday. A lot of money raised. 
I think just in the live auction alone, it was uh, close to nine, eight, nine thousand bucks in just three items, which was awesome. So it was a really good day yesterday. And thanks to everybody, not, not only participated, but all the people that volunteered and all the people that gave time and all the people that gave things as well. And I'll talk about that coming up later on. So, but yesterday, a uh, good day overall. And today we now find out uh, who is uh, let go by the Packers. And then uh, very shortly thereafter, we find out who the Packers really covet and want to bring back. The one thing I will say, and, and there's a lot of speculation uh, about the the wide receiver position and who they did like and they didn't like and all that kind of stuff. Um, the, the one thing uh, that I will say is I know that it came down to you know, Juwan Winfrey, and would they cut him, and yes or no, and then they started talking about some of the other guys that could possibly make it, and, and Dubs is going to be there, but will Danny Davis make it, and will he come back to the practice squad, and Davis was cut, but can they bring him back? You know, look, there's a lot of guys that are out there that every team has this seventh guy or eighth guy or ninth guy that they covet, and they think there's no way this guy's going to skate through waivers, and a lot of them do. So I'm not overly concerned about who will and will not end up on the practice squad. My biggest concern right now is who's going to be on the final 53. And then the big question mark at this point is, what about Mason Crosby? Because I think that's a legitimate discussion. Because Mason Crosby has been rehabbing and trying to come back, as we all know, uh, from the, uh, the uh, you know, knee surgery. And uh, it's just, it's, it's interesting because whether or not he will or will not make it back and how long. Um, we'll have to wait and see, albeit uh, Rob Domofsky is saying that the kicker, uh, Ramiz Ahmed, is in wait-and-see mode. No word yet on whether Mason Crosby is even going to come off the pup list in time for the season. He would have to be activated today, today, for him to come off the pup list so he could start in the opener. If he does not, then the first four games of the season uh, minimally are out. Ahmed made everything he looked at since he got here on August 14th. So he's kicked extremely well. But uh, according to Rob Domofsky, right now, no word as of yet on the kicking situation in Green Bay as to whether or not Mason Crosby will or will not come off the pup, uh, the pup list. So we're waiting on that as well. Does the kicking game, considering that Ahmed has been so good in the preseason, Ben, does it concern you at all? It does, maybe not even uh, because of Ahmed's ability or lack thereof, just because of the process stuff that we talked about last season. Like the special teams as a whole, until I see it for six to seven weeks, kind of like a Christian Yelich thing. Be great. I'm not going to be confident that it'll just, you know, all be fine, whether it's Crosby or not. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, part of me is really pulling for Mason Crosby because I just want to see him, even if this is his last year, I want to see him redeem himself. I want to see him go out with a, a bang. I think that because he's been a lifelong Packer and here for so many years, I want to see him do well to say this, whether it's this year or next year, this is the way I wanted to go out. This is the way I wanted to end my career with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, however, if he's nowhere near 100% or not 100%, let's just say he's 80%, uh, Ahmed has not looked bad. There is nothing wrong right now. And keeping him mad for the next four weeks, and and seeing what he can do. Um, but I will say this: suppose, um, let's just suppose that there are some complications or things aren't progressing 
as well for Mason Crosby, and Ahmed is perfect. Perfect through the first four weeks of the season. It is going to be really hard to look him in the eye and go, yeah, we're going to cut you loose. He has done an, uh, everything they've asked him to do in the preseason, he has done. So I, uh, I it's going to be really interesting to see if uh, if Mason Crosby's capable of coming back. Going to be really interesting to see. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back, talk more about this as the Packers' cuts continue, along with the rest of the NFL today. A lot of cuts going on throughout the rest of the NFL. So we'll keep you up to date as if there's any surprises today. And, Ben, you're going to have an update. Let, you know what? Uh, Mike Clemens has his update at, uh, at 50. Uh, of every hour maybe what we do is coming out of the break at the bottom of every hour we take maybe a minute just to kind of roll through the cut so we get people up to date the entire time because it's that it's that kind of a big day right that i can do there we go we're i think we're going to do that stay tuned we got a lot more of the bill michael show this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at bud light the official beer sponsor of the bill michael sports talk network we are now in full press mode if you did not know and you've been living under a rock our motorcycle ride is coming up on sunday we start from MKE Brewing for everybody within the sound of my voice. Yes, MKE Brewing and Bottle House 42, they're going to be open for us. Don't worry about it. Same as always, no problems. Just because MKE's getting sold and all that kind of stuff, don't worry about it. We're all good to go. So please come out and join us coming up this Sunday, September 4th. We will see you down there. But you need to get pre-registered. Only those who are pre-registered will be eligible for the prize packages that we're giving away, the ticket packages, whether it's to racing, to brewers, to bucks, to badgers. Got all of that. The only way to be a part of any of that is if you get pre-registered. Get pre-registered simply by going to FisherHouseWI.org. That is FisherHouseWI.org. And after that, click on the events page, scroll down. You'll see it right there. Can't miss it. Go get pre-registered. And we will see you on Sunday. This coming Sunday, September 4th, kickstands up at 11 a.m. And, oh, my God, what a beautiful day we've got in store. They are saying 72. It was like 73 to 77. I think it's cooling off a little bit. But they said 72 to 75 degrees and sunny. It's going to be perfect. So please come out and ride with us. And it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, MKE Brewing, Growth Law, also our friends over there at Great Lakes Dragaway, Buzzard Billy's out in La Crosse, and Kane and Kane Jewelers up in West Bend. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We're glad you're with us. One of our sponsors has been around a long time and worked with us for many, many years. That's our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget, you still have a little bit of time left to play the Mountain Dew tab game. Win yourself some cash and prizes. Summer is not over by any stretch, but if you are going to do some fall tailgating, you want to head to the beer cave, you want to get some of the meats, the coals, all that kind of good stuff, hot foods, cold foods, pizzas for the house, whatever your needs, you can get it at Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card when you're there because they're just such, such, such good people and also a big Packer sponsor as well. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. 
877-867-1670. So uh, we got some breaking news in the NFL in a couple of different facets. Uh, one is, if you didn't know, that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has restructured his contract. And what this does, it's not that suddenly the 49ers don't have any faith in him or in, in Trey Lance, but what this means is Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have a lot of takers. Nobody wanted to absorb the contract. Nobody wanted to absorb uh, Garoppolo at this point. And even though he was free to go look for a deal, uh, the 49ers finally restructured it. He gets 6 or $7 million bucks, I think is what it is. And he's going to be Trey Lance's backup, but it buys him a couple more months. Should a backup quarterback or should a quarterback or two go down in the National Football League, they may come call it. Now he does have a no trade clause, but that does not mean that he will not be traded. It simply means there are certain teams that he can veto a trade to. He doesn't if he doesn't want to go to that organization. But Jimmy Garoppolo has been restructured and re-signed by the uh, San Francisco 49ers. In other news, so what's the breaking news out of New Orleans, Ben? The well, the Eagles first released two of their three candidates to start at safety this morning uh, in Harris and Jaquiski Tart. They then traded with the New Orleans Saints for defensive back Chauncey Garner Johnson, a guy that had played a lot of corner, a lot of nickel, but also can play safety. Uh, He is 24 coming up on a new contract. He didn't want to get it from the Saints. The Eagles trade for him, uh, and they have now really generated a, an impressive defense and an impressive secondary. They are uh, they're really kind of stacking the deck, and they're really hoping Jalen Hurts is able to be the real deal this year and come through because I think they really feel like it's uh, uh, they've got an opportunity. I mean, they're looking at it as nobody has been able to repeat in that NFC East, and so why not them? You know, why not them win the East this year? And I think they're kind of stacking a deck to go for it, don't you? Oh, yeah. And they're also well-positioned because they're not paying Hurts much. They're in that rookie uh, contract for the quarterback deal where they can spend money elsewhere and then figure out if they need to pay him or need to go elsewhere going forward. They're in a good spot. So the Eagles are doing some big things. Uh, the Saints making a deal. The Saints, they know that they don't uh, they don't have this triumphant ability to be able to win the uh, win the division this year so they're just kind of trying to scramble and plus they're coming out of salary cap jail they were what 70 million dollars over the cap going into the offseason so they've done a miraculous job just to get it down but they've also cut away some of the fat so we'll get into all, all of the cuts by the way coming up here in the bottom of the hour for the green bay packers also very Go notably ahead. do you remember when that bears receiver punched the saints cornerback in the head just completely unprovoked during a yes. Thursday night game a couple years right. ago. That's this guy. He is known as uh, the biggest provoker in the NFL, if you will. Well, there you go. So the provoker is on his way to Philadelphia, which uh, for that particular instance is fitting, right? I can't argue with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> So the Packers still making cuts and still trying to get down to the uh, the roster limit. Uh, they have made, I think, like 12 or 13 cuts. Juwan Winfrey is gone. Uh, tight ends Mack and Canella gone. Uh, Danny Etling, the backup quarterback, has been cut loose. Tyler Goodson, Dexter Williams, both the running backs, cut loose. Jack Heflin, uh, Byers as well. Slayton, not TJ Slayton, but uh, uh, Chris Slayton, has also been uh, cut loose. Ty Summers, the middle linebacker. Uh, who was so good on special teams for a few years. He has now been cut loose. Uh, Keandre Thomas, uh, the corner, let go. KB and Ento. Uh, you've also got Devontae Cross. 
So uh, they got more than a few, but they still have some tougher cuts to come. And the reason, uh, like I mentioned early on in this in the program today, is that they're trickling out is because Matt LaFleur is making the emphasis this year, taking a page out of the Aaron Rodgers, this is what you should do playbook, that they are speaking face-to-face, sit-down discussion with each and every guy. And Matt LaFleur wants to make sure that uh, it's kind of like, you know, when you go through managerial school, so to speak, especially if you're running restaurants or something, they call it the table touch. You walk up, you literally put your fingers on, touch every table and say, hey, how you doing? What can I do for you? That kind of thing. And Matt LaFleur is doing it just the opposite. He is making sure that every guy gets a chance to to meet with him, sit down and talk with him for a minute or two uh, before they before they cut him loose. So it's uh, it's uh, it's 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 the softer way of the uh, of the NFL rather than just getting a note saying, hey, coach wants to see you bring your playbook. Uh, OK, hey, we're going to have to let you go. Talk to you later. So. Meanwhile, the Brewers, six games back, one and a half uh, games out of the wild card. Uh, nothing. I'll tell you this. Over the weekend, the uh, ERA for uh, Josh Hader went up. What, what is so interesting to me about the – because the Josh Hader discussion became huge yesterday. What is so interesting to me, and I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but what is so interesting to me is that – the um, Josh Hader is he's throwing overhand. He's throwing more overhand now than he ever has. And I can't. I, I Ben, have you noticed this? Yeah, yeah. Since he's gotten to San Diego, I. It's like somebody in San Diego said, "You know, we might be able to fix some of your problems. Let's do this." He's throwing ninety-seven mile an hour. It's not like he's got shoulder issues because his fastball's still up there. But he's throwing 97-mile-an-hour fastballs overhand with no break. Whoever changed him needs to change him back. I can't get over this. And he has been – his ERA now has ballooned to, what, 24 or something like that? It's 23.14 since he got to San Diego. It's it's crazy. I I just – it's – man, it's been – it's it's been just a bad 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 move for San Diego. He was lifted but, for a position player to tell you uh, enough about where yeah, he's at. Right. You know he's only thrown since he's gotten there. He's thrown four and two thirds innings, twelve hits, twelve runs, a long ball, seven walks, and only eight strikeouts. That's that that is so not Josh Hader. And he is throwing overhand. It's it's so weird. I I don't it's like you want to call him up and go, "Hey Josh, go back to your old form, man." Unless he's got shoulder issues that it's sore and it's more comfortable to throw overhand than it is the, you know, kind of sidearm way that he throws the baseball. I don't get it. So either one the Brewers saw – now, there's three different kind of scenarios here. One is the Brewers traded him because they saw something that was starting to erode. Two, they obviously they traded him for money. Or three, he's got an injury. Or possibly four for his downfall, it was this year he has a new child, 
He had a wife that had some complications prior to the delivery of the child. They just have their new their newborn, and then he's uprooted out of Milwaukee and off to San Diego, he goes, and right now it's just chaotic life. And it's really kind of sunk in to uh to to you know kind of josh that he's he's on the move right? you know that type of thing and it's just it's crazy so but something is really really affecting josh Hader, man wow it's just it's uncanny how bad he has gotten so just one of those things you kind of notice let's do this we're going to step away take a quick break we'll come back when we come back we're going to start rolling through the cuts rolling through some of the things going on throughout the nfl any big breaking news story ben's going to have it so we got a lot left to go. Phone lines are open if you got any comments. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels or at Ben Z. Kenny. You can find us there. Track us down on the Facebook fan page. Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. YouTube, great way to subscribe. You can find us there. Simply YouTube.com and Bill Michaels Show. Same on Twitch TV. And uh, you can always... Find us on The Zone app out of Madison, W-O-Z-N, The Zone, Madison. Download the app. Take us anywhere and everywhere. Find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Got a lot coming up still left, left today. Stay tuned. we got more of The Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Ready? This is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. big supporters uh, our buddy dan della and social house h-a-u-s over on lisbon road they ran a uh, promotion remember the weekend that we did the program out there we uh, actually did the show when they expanded and did their uh, construction grand reopening and the whole weekend they were going to dedicate some of the proceeds to fisher house wisconsin and a lot of bars that do this they'll they'll do it for you know three four eight hundred dollars uh, which is which is great. Every bit of donation is accepted, and a lot of good people come out and make make donations as well. Dan is. I just found out he's going to present a check to us on uh, Fox Six coming up this weekend. Uh, Fox Fox Six Milwaukee, a huge supporter of Fisher House Wisconsin, and uh, Chuck Steinmetz uh, is uh, one of the executives over there, and he is actually uh, the vice president of Fisher House. He was elected to the board. And a tremendous guy, and they give us a lot of coverage. But Fox 6 is going to be doing their uh, their Sunday morning news live from Milwaukee Brewing covering the event coming up on Sunday. And I just found out that Dan's going to present a check that day. Uh, and the check is for right around two grand. So, man, I, I tell you what, you get a chance. You go by the social house anytime soon. Congratulate Dan and his staff and everybody that came in and donated uh, what a tremendous thing they did. 2000 bucks for Fisher House, Wisconsin. So Social House on Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls, just another reason to uh, to stop in over there because they just do so many great things. Thanks to them so much. Uh, 877-867-1670. All right, let's do this. So uh, Ben Kenny, we should have music for this, Ben. We don't, but oh, that's okay. Music. So if you got music, let's fire it. But uh, if not, no big deal. Okay. You hate to give upbeat music. But 
it's more like death day for some because uh, we've got all the cuts and all the doings and all the goings on and big names and such going on throughout the NFL. Ben, Kenny, bring it to us. What do you got? So I don't want to go through every single name. Uh, I'm going to give the notable ones from around the league and all of them for the Packers. Uh, first, uh, I definitely paused on my drive in when I saw this. Danny Etling, third string quarterback, uh, has been cut. Dexter Williams, Tyler Goodson, two running backs. Looks like Patrick Taylor in line for running back three role. Uh, as you mentioned, Jawan Winfrey, wide receiver, has been released. Maybe Samori Torre sneaks in there at wide receiver seven. Uh, the Packers also released Elise Mack and Sal Canella, the tight ends, and Akil Byers, Jack Heflin, and Chris Slayton along the defensive line. Linebacker Ty Summers, KB Nento, Keandre Thomas in the secondary, and then Devontae Cross, the safety. Kylan Hill is on the PUP. Uh, to me, at least, Etling Goodson, Winfrey are the, are the big ones to note, uh, as well as maybe Heflin and Slayton. In terms of around the NFL, I mentioned the Anthony Harris and Jaquiski Tart in Philadelphia, the two safeties. They traded with the Saints for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. The Colts, uh, much to my dismay, released Jack Cohn yesterday. Uh, they kept Sam Ellinger. I know, it was a tough one. Uh, the Colts also released Philip Lindsay, running back, former Bronco. The Kansas City Chiefs, in notable moves have released defensive lineman Danny Shelton and Josh Gordon the wide receiver who was looking for a, a third chance or maybe fourth with that team uh, to the Bills they released OJ Howard the tight end from Alabama formerly with the Bucks, and running back Duke Johnson uh, the vet the Bears released wide receiver really? Daz Newsom uh, the Buccaneers okay. I think this is the most uh, surprising one I've seen wide receiver Tyler Johnson former Golden Gopher one of the only young wide receivers they have on that team. He was released. Uh, and the final two, the Browns released quarterback Josh Rosen, former top five pick. And the Bengals, I'm only saying this because it could be important for the Packers, released the long snapper Cal Adamitis. Just saying. Cal Adamitis. Do you, I don't think the, I don't think the, uh, remember last year they had process issues as well. We'll say, and I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to affect the Packers too much. I think they're okay as it sits now, but you never know because the uh, the, the the Packers were not happy early on, and Coco was the guy that was kind of left standing by default, not necessarily by earning the job. We'll say, so we'll uh, we'll see if the Packers decide to dip into the free agent market and go for that long snapper. Uh, you know, it's funny because the first thing you do as you hear these cuts, if you if you probably go through your fantasy roster to see if uh, anybody you drafted last week has been cut. You know what I mean? Um, so you start rolling through that to see if any of those uh, those back-end cuts or any of the more significant names uh, are let go. But uh, but that's the, that's where we stand right now in the NFL. So we'll see. Uh, 877-867-1670. And this is from Alec who says, uh, what about Mason Crosby? And we just talked about that a little bit earlier. Look, uh, since he came to the team, since he came to the team, Ahmed has been perfect and hasn't missed anything. So through the weeks of training camp and such, and uh, obviously the preseason games, you know, uh, you wait and see if uh, Mason Crosby is capable of coming off the pup list, but they have until today 
to uh, make that known. So today, I think it's, what, 3 o'clock, I think, is they have to get everything set. Uh, by the way, did you see the I, – I don't know if you mentioned this. Did you see Mike Garofalo said uh, the wide receiver De- Devon Allen from the Eagles? Yeah. He is uh, – yeah, he is – and then the reason the uh, Olympic hurdler, remember, he's got wheels and leapability, and he's an Olympic hurdler. He hasn't and played football he, in three years. Yeah, he's he's been running and uh, perfecting the ability to go run in the Olympics. So uh, that that's the only reason it's more of note than anything. But he has been cut loose. So see if he makes it all the way around to the practice squad. But again, he hasn't played football in three years. He's been training for the Olympics. And now he's back into football. So some of the more notable cuts today. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Ryan says, was listening to the Royals feed uh, versus the Padres on Sunday during Hater's latest meltdown. They were perplexed. At his downfall, one of the guys said, yeah, I think the Brewers knew something, LOL. I don't know if the Brewers knew something. That I, that's, that's what's so confounding about this was he just started to kind of regroup and look good again when they traded him, which is why I don't know necessarily that I would say, oh, they saw an injury or they saw something. I, I think... And I'm, you know, there's no way to prove this. So I can say whatever. I think the fact that he's had a scattered season, he had a wife who had complications with their child's birth, then their child was born. Right after that, he had a little bit of a struggle, and then he straightened it out just after the All-Star break, coming out of the All-Star break. He really started to straighten it out. And once he did, then pretty much to everyone's surprise, he got traded. And I think not only do you have a wife who had some health issues, then a newborn, then you know you're about to make some money in arbitration, but the team that you are currently with, which you love and you love the city, they cut you loose and they trade you off, not only, you know, to a team, to another team, but to the West Coast. So then you've got to uproot your family, uproot the newborn, uproot the wife, and then go get settled almost immediately and then go be better. And maybe, just maybe, and I still go back to that arm angle, maybe, just maybe, somebody said, yeah, I saw you had a few problems. Let's tweak this. And for whatever reason, he's throwing overhand now instead of that side submarine thing that he was almost doing. It wasn't a true submarine. He wasn't like Kent to Colby from years gone by. But he was more of a sidearm pitcher than he was an overhand pitcher. And now he's just straight, he's throwing straight-laced BBs overhand. No break on his fastball. It's just coming in on a string. And guys, no. Don't swing at the breaking stuff. All you got to do is wait for the fastball because he's going to throw it. He's throwing more fastballs now than he ever has. He's going to throw it, and when he does, tee off. And that's what they're doing. So they're hitting him. So it's, it's, it, it is perplexing. I will say that. But there probably is some good reasoning behind that. Now, If it turns out that he's got a shoulder issue or an elbow inflammation and he's changed his stride because of the pain or something like that, something we didn't know but maybe the Brewers did, well, then kudos to the Milwaukee Brewers. You didn't get a lot. Nothing's really panned out. But as far as the opposite end of the spectrum goes, it could be a lot worse. You could have Josh Hader and injured or banged up or whatever you want to call it, Josh Hader, still throwing in the bullpen. But I don't know. I'm just taking a stab theoretically as to what I think, but... I don't know. Uh, we'll give you some of the names to watch for that could possibly be on the bubble when it comes to the Green Bay Packers when we come back. Also, don't forget, coming up in the next hour, you'll hear a little bit. Didn't talk too long, maybe a minute or two, 
uh, with Brad Keselowski, NASCAR driver yesterday. Had a chance to catch up with him for just a few. Really good guy, but very, uh, well, I'll tell you this. I, I will talk about that coming up here in just a little bit. Stay tuned for that as well. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. If you're looking for hockey, I know hockey season is still a little ways off, but you can never get your season tickets too early. If you want to see some good hockey action, season tickets, group tickets, fun events, outings, it's all at MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, and they are one of the best values, not just in town, but in the state of Wisconsin, especially for good quality hockey action and AHL hockey action. And Hopefully they get a little bit deeper into the postseason and bring home a Calder Cup real soon. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers held practice yesterday in helmets, shells, and shorts. Safety Darnell Savage was back after missing time since family night with a hamstring injury. Wide receiver Alan Lazard was out. Tight end Robert Tunyon continues to practice coming back from that torn ACL and was asked how the knee is coming along. Just more and more every day feeling it, it's kind of nice. And honestly, I just kind of like implement it more and more day to day. Just um, I feel better every day, surprise myself all the time. So just continuing to make those strides and then, you know, implementing contact is like the biggest thing right now. So the Packers now face the Vikings in less than two weeks. Will Tunyon be able to play or is it too soon to tell? Matt LaFleur. Um, yeah, I think it's a little early to say that right now. You know, that was his first action in, in team periods. So we'll just see how he responds. And it sounds like a broken record up here, but take it one day at a time. It's quiet today around the facility with as many as 25 players being released to reach the deadline of 53. Does the head coach meet with each of the players on their way out? Yeah, with every guy that's that gets released, I think it's only fair to them that I get a chance to speak with them. So that's how we operate, whether it's this time of the year or, or really any time of the year. Um, you definitely want to thank them for all the hard work and the effort that they put in. And certainly this is... I mean, it's an emotional time for these guys. You get a lot of respect for what they've done and the effort and the work they put in and the teammates they are. And we've got a great locker room. So it's a tough situation to be in, but it is kind of a, the nature of the beast. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin. Beyond the borders as well. And uh, if you got it, you know what I'm talking about. Right? You would know. Uh, all you got to do is call. It takes you, when you go in, it takes maybe 15 minutes to get your numbers checked. You're good to go after that. They come up with a great solution, a plan for you. 98% success rate of treating guys with ED, by the way. 98%. Call them 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mel Medical Center. Give them a shout. Otherwise, for low T, the all-in-one weight loss program, they can do it all. They can do it all. So, Make sure you give them a call, 414-455-4451. Coming up uh, in about 20 minutes from now, Zach Heilprin is going to join us. 
Going to give you a little bit of a Badger preview. Badgers without the, the, a true backup quarterback now as uh, they uh, they lost their backup, uh, Chase Wolf to a knee injury who had knee surgery now. Saw a picture of him being wheeled out of the hospital. So he has had some knee surgery. His season is over with. And uh, in the meantime, the Green Bay Packers continue to make cuts. By my math, I believe the Packers still need 12 more cuts to happen, if I'm kind of going through this correctly uh, by the math that I have. Now, I've got this huge roster. I'm trying to cut it or, or count it on the fly. So sometimes math is not my strong suit. But it, it, my count goes, I think it's 12 more cuts have to be made by 3 o'clock today and probably a couple of pretty tough ones along the way. It's now 11. Uh, by the way, it's Sean, now 11? Sean Davis, the backup safety who got injured, was released. So 11 Sean more. Davis now relieved. So there you go. So now they need 11 more cuts to happen. I kind of thought that. I was I was a little surprised that his name was announced after, like, KB and Ento, um, to be honest. But uh, I was just kind of waiting. I kind of figured that would happen. But uh, you figure you're kind of paying attention to some of the names now, like, say, Abernathy. Uh, he's a guy that shined in the preseason, really kind of locked in. Uh, whether or not we talked about Coco, the long snapper, does he get retained? Do they cut him loose? Do they go after somebody that's out on the market? Uh, we're waiting for Ahmed to find out whether or not Mason Crosby is going to uh, is going to be uh, activated off of the pup list. So you got some of those names that are out there. Typicalia right now, whether or not he ends up making this team. Patrick Taylor, you would assume Torre. Uh, if they go with seven wideouts on this team, you know that uh, you got Lazard, Watkins, uh, also uh, Randall Cobb, Amari Rogers, uh, Romeo Dubs. You know that Christian Watson. So, and then who else is going to be there, if anybody? So we'll wait and see. But uh, but interesting to see how this is all going to play out before it's all said and done. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. You want to hit us up? Feel free to go ahead and do so. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Daniel listening to us in Toma. Daniel, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, Daniel. Just go to you. Click. Click. Sorry for not getting to you a little bit sooner. Tried to. Uh, this one's from Kyle who says, uh, give me your thoughts on Danny Davis. Would they bring him back even though they cut him a couple of weeks ago? I would assume not. Doesn't Never say never. But I would assume not. I think right now you're probably um, you're probably looking at Samari Torre. Whether or not he will or will not make this squad, Juan Winfrey has been cut loose. Uh, Winfrey's probably going to be the guy to make it back to, if indeed he doesn't get picked up by somebody, but he's probably going to be the guy to make it back to the uh, the practice squad. So it, that when when Juwan Winfrey was cut loose today, I'm sure Torre maybe was breathing just a bit easier, just a bit. Doesn't mean he's in, but maybe just a bit easier. So I'm sure he's just kind of waiting to see if uh, hey coach wants you to bring your playbook, which they don't have a playbook anymore. It's usually bring your tablet, but you get it. Uh, this is from Jen. Jen says, uh, "Hey unit." Uh, how many more? Uh, well, we just answered that, uh, Jennifer. He, uh, They have to get down to, I think it's 11 more players that have to go. 11 more. So thanks for the uh, thanks for the email. Uh, this, uh, this is from Theo. Theo says, uh, hey, you know, great cause coming up on Sunday. Looking forward to ride with you guys. 
when will they then activate all the guys to the practice squad? Uh, well, they get signed. They don't necessarily get activated. You get activated from the practice squad to just technically to be correct. But I just wanted to make sure we got our nomenclature down. But uh, by tomorrow, they'll have pretty much uh, all of their practice squad set. Because you wait and see who does and doesn't get claimed, what deals go down, and then your practice squad gets set up after that. So I'm assuming by this time tomorrow or tomorrow afternoon, you're pretty much going to have your practice squad all ready to go. There you go. Hey, coming up in about 20 minutes, going to get a Badger preview. Zach Heilprin, part of the Kenny and Heilprin expanded coverage. We'll get into that after the top of the hour as well. Get into that to the top of the hour. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 